This podcast is produced by Unedited. Hello, dreamers, and welcome to the Dreamers Disease podcast with me, Alex Manzi, and to this week's In Focus session. And this is where we take a look at one subject at a time and we really try to break down the topic. I'll share some of my experiences with it and we'll just dig a little bit deeper to try and get a better understanding of what it is we're going to discuss. So, on this week's In Focus session, I am going to discuss with you burnout and what it is. Recently, I was invited onto BBC Asian Network to join a discussion show around burnout, particularly in millennials, and it kind of got me thinking about some of my own experiences in in dealing with burnout and kind of what I've done to help with that over the years. So burnout is a very tricky thing to deal with and it has kind of similar symptoms to depression, but ultimately it comes from trying to do or take on too much in our lives. And we've all heard the phrase, you know, burning the candle at both ends, which tends to be associated more with, I guess, working and playing too hard. But what is the actual definition of a burnout? Well, according to helpguide.org, it's a state of emotional, physical and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained and unable to meet constant demands. So you may be wondering why prolonged stress makes us feel this way. And essentially it's down to our inbuilt kind of uh, fight or flight response. And this is when we feel under threat. This response kind of gets activated and the body releases things like adrenaline into our systems. Now, this is only supposed to be released in short doses to help us get out of a tricky situation. So think back to our ancestors and then being chased around by a saber-toothed tiger or something like that. Fight or flight response would have kicked in for them to make their way and get out of there as quick as possible. And then the response would be deactivated and their kind of body will go back to normal. However, in 2019, this response happens every time we feel stressed. And we've got so many things going on that stress us out and, you know, overthinking and this and that and the other. And these prolonged periods of stress that we are feeling really aren't good for us because the body isn't designed to cope with it. And, you know, this response over a long period of time is causing the feelings of burnout. And, you know, some of those symptoms are insomnia, chronic fatigue, forgetfulness, loss of appetite, lack of focus, anger, and there's loads more. So burnout doesn't just have to come through physically doing too much. It can also come from mentally doing too much. And I know that when I've experienced signs of burnouts, it comes in kind of all shapes and sizes. And this simply might be feeling exhausted, or for me, it could be in the shape of a lack of motivation to do some writing, or it could even be a feeling of confusion. And what I found really important when dealing with burnout is, first of all, to listen to my body, because it will tell you exactly where and how it is struggling. And I find that it will tell you its exact needs. And that's the great thing about our bodies, really. There's a kind of intelligence at play that we don't really understand, but it will let us know exactly what is going on inside. So for me, there's a few things which usually help with the feelings of burnout. And these aren't, you know, a one size fits all approach that, that, you know, guaranteed to work for you. But these are the things that I have found work for me when I listen to my body and hopefully they will give you a sense of the kind of thing that you can do for yourself to help you if you feel like you are experiencing burnout. So the first thing I look at is my sleeping pattern and figuring out if I'm getting enough sleep every night, which is a minimum of seven to eight hours each night. And sometimes, you know, a couple of really good night's sleep is all I need to snap me out of a burnout. You know, the body and the brain, it needs that recovery time. It's so important that you get enough sleep so you can begin to feel fresh again. And as you guys know, I know I get up pretty early. I get up at 6 a.m. most mornings 
which means my bedtime is usually around 10.30 or the very latest 11pm on weekdays, just to ensure that I am getting those hours in because, you know, if I'm not getting those in, I'm not feeling physically prepared and mentally prepared, you know, for each day. And, you know, recently I was having a couple of days where I was feeling really kind of burnt out, trying to do too much, thinking too much, whatever it was. And literally a one really, really good night's sleep snapped me straight out of it the next day. I got up, got back to my normal kind of morning routine of gym and meditation, and I was straight back out of it. So after sleep, another important factor is limiting the amount of time I spend on my phone. And this one's really key because particularly social with social media, you know, a lot of my work is either done on my phone or through social media. So it's very easy for me to fall into the trap of endless scrolling. And, you know, this can easily trigger a mental burnout for me because when you spend a lot of time scrolling through your phone like that or your Instagram or your Twitter, you don't actually realize how much information your brain is consciously and subconsciously taking in. And it's trying to process it all at the same time. And if your brain's always working and trying to keep up with all of this information at 100 miles an hour, it's no wonder that we feel burnout. And it's no wonder that burnout is becoming more and more common. And don't get me wrong, like, you know, there's lots of stuff, you know, that is, is you can use your phone for good. I'm not saying don't use your phone at all, but I'm saying don't overuse it because your brain is trying to constantly process information. And don't even get me started on the constant feelings of, you know, FOMO and comparison and all those sort of things that come up around it. And, you know, your brain is trying to process all of these and it can be really harmful if it's too much. So what I like to do is I like to limit my time. There's a couple of ways I do this. First of all, I never go on social media and very rarely check my phone first thing in the morning and last thing at night. Even if I do the odd post from the gym on my Insta story, for example, I will literally just open the app post and put the phone back down. I don't engage in any scrolling. I don't check my messages. I don't look at emails. I don't, you know, whatever, 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 because I don't want to fill my head with the information trying to process it. I want to have a clear head for what I'm doing in the morning. After that, what I do is I try my best to limit how many times I check my phone throughout the working day. And I've got a couple of tips and tricks and things that I do, which I'll dive into further in another in focus session on life acts. But Let's just say that I only allow myself small windows to check through social media during the day. So, for example, when I'm eating breakfast or when I'm having lunch, when I go and make a cup of tea and then again at the end of the day. And to be honest, even saying that, it makes me feel like that's a lot of times to be checking my phone. And, you know, it's way more than that throughout the day. I'm constantly reaching for it. But I consciously make that effort to when I notice I've reached for my phone, I'll make a conscious effort to put it back down and try not to engage in too much scrolling or getting lost in it. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, I rarely, rarely, rarely check my phone before I go to bed because I like to limit my screen time for up to an hour before I hit the bed. So it's super important for me that I'm not scrolling on my phone, you know, in that window before I go to bed because your brain stays active with it while you're trying to sleep. And sometimes I even go to the extreme and that is I dedicate a Saturday or a Sunday to not checking my social media at all. You know, I'll still use my phone, I'll still use my messages, but I just won't go on social media and it allows my brain to have a break from the constant scrolling and information processing, etc, etc. And again, I did this the Saturday I mentioned earlier where I had a really good night's sleep. I took the time to not use my phone during that day. And then again, the following day, a good night's sleep, not using my phone. I woke up and I could already feel the benefits. And on top of all of that, one of the most important things that you can do to avoid burnout is spending more time on yourself. And I cannot stress this enough. I find that when I spend time working out or reading or meditating or writing or whatever it may be that I'm fully plugged into in that present moment, that is when you can really let the feelings of burnout fall away. 
And these moments allow me to function at a really high energy level. And when you take too much of your energy and you place it in an external world through your phone, through you know trying to please other people or doing things on other people's time, you open yourself up to the possibility of burnout. Whereas if you then slow things down, stop trying to live at 100 miles an hour and do more things for yourself to connect to the present, you give your body that time, give your mind that time to re-energize itself, give your, you know, give yourself time to breathe, you know, so to speak. These moments should be the moments in your life where you couldn't be any further from releasing that fight or flight response we spoke about at the very beginning and those feelings of prolonged stress. So it's finding that time for yourself to really just be present and be in the moment with whatever it is you're doing. Another example would be when I go out for dinner with my friends, I make a real conscious effort not to have my phone on the table so that I can't check it. I'll keep it in my jacket or in my pocket or whatever. And I'll try my best not to check it when I'm with my friends because I want to be in that moment with them and same with my family. And, you know, just to finish off, there's a quote which I love that says, relax, recharge and reflect. Sometimes it's okay to do nothing. And I think this is so important because... You know, if you're thinking about burnout, it's really is okay to do nothing. If you are feeling it, it's okay to chill. It's okay to relax. And sometimes that is exactly what you need. So thank you for listening to this episode, this in focus session on burnout. I hope you have found it helpful. If you have, what would be amazing is if you could take a screenshot of it, post it to your Instagram story, tag me at I am Alex Manzi so that we can connect on Insta. And also if there's someone who you know will benefit from listening to this episode. Share the love. Let's get the messages out there. Send them the link, send them the screenshot, whatever it is. Make sure you share this message with them because it's important we get it out there and share, you know, these bits of inspiration and these bits of, you know, these little nuggets here and there with other people. And, you know, just by sending it to someone, it might help them that day, the next week, whatever it may be. So it's super important to share the love. But until the next time, thanks again for listening. You know, I appreciate your time as ever. I will see you for the next one. Until then, go out there and chase your dreams. I just want to let you know about my free ebook, Daily Positive, which you can download right now. I've written this book because I'm dedicated to help you make 2019 your best year ever. Daily Positive is filled with my own personal experiences battling with depression and heavy anxiety and some of the practices that help me get rid of those thoughts and feelings. It's written to help you build and maintain a more positive mindset for yourself to make this the best year you can have. In it, you can expect to learn the importance of self-awareness, how adding just 1% value to your days can really benefit in the long run, how to rediscover your inner self, why happiness only comes from within, and it's also packed with some practical exercises that you can do for yourself. So to get your copy, simply head to thedreamersdisease.co.uk forward slash ebook and download it for free right now. That's thedreamersdisease.co.uk forward slash ebook. This podcast is produced by Unedited.